Good evening, everyone. We're in the middle of Perik Mem Gimel. Page Samach Beis. Opposite of page 122. So the topic is, we switched. We switched gears after talking for a few months about Yira. We switched gears and now we're talking about Avas Hashem. And Al-Tarebbe says that there are two general madrigas, the two general levels of Ahav Hashem. And over here he gives us the two general levels. Actually, the upcoming program we're going to go and we're going to uh, unpack each of these levels a little more. But the two general levels of, of Ava, as discussed in this Perek, is Ava's Oilam, which is the lower level of Ava, and Ava Rabba, which is the higher level of Ava. And the Rebbe explains that the higher level of Rabba, Ava, which is Ava Rabba, which is that's what that's what that's what he starts with. He says the higher level of Ava is not something which a person earns through their Aveda, but rather it's a matanamal maila, it's a gift from above. And the type of Ava that it is, it's called the Ava Bitanugim, which means that it's an Ava which is characterized by connection and pleasure. And who is the recipient of this matana, of this gift? Someone who is shalim biyira, someone who has a complete yira shamayim. And complete yira shamayim means that this person is completely battled to Hashem. And we talk about yira shamayim, we mean real yira shamayim. You know, sometimes there could be someone who's a from person, but that's not a yira shamayim. It could be a, there could be a person who's a yari shulchanarach. He fears to go against shulchanarach. Why? Because a person has made that the Shulchan Aruch, that's my guide to life, and the Shulchan Aruch is my way, is my measure of my, uh, of my spirituality and my greatness, and therefore if I don't follow Shulchan Aruch in a certain area, so then I'm not going to be uh, anymore a complete person. It's going to be a, it'll be a stain on my, uh, on my resume. So it's not about the Ebersher, it's possible, it's possible to, have a, to have a from person, but it's not about Yiddish Shemaim, it's not about all of Hashem, but it's about, it's about oneself, right? There are many levels. There could also be someone who's uh, worried about Yiddish Shemaim, which also isn't Yiddish Shemaim. Shalom B'Yira, means someone who has a complete and thorough Yira of Hashem, a fear of Hashem, all of Hashem, reverence for Hashem. So someone who Shalom B'Yira receives as a gift, Receives as a gift this higher level of Ava, Avarabba, which again, as we, as we discussed last week, there are three points to this Ava. Three uh, unique characteristics to this Ava. Number one is that it's Bita Anugim, it's Ava, which is like, uh, which is like um, a, um, typified by pleasure and characterized by pleasure. It's where a person already feels the closeness and feels the relationship. Number two, it's a gift. Number three, this gift is given only to someone who is Shalom Bira. Then, and now we're ready to move on to the next Madriga Nava, which is a lower level, and this is called Ahavas Oilam. Whereas the first, whereas the first Ava is called Ava Rava, which means a great Ava, a very intense Ava. This lower level of Ava is called Avas Oilam, the Ava of the world, because as we shall see, the way that a person arrives at this Ava is through considering the world and its insignificance relative to Hashem. And let's do this inside.
We're going to start from the word Ach Ahavas Oila. Page Samach Beis, almost halfway down from the top of the page, and Ach Ahavas is the first words on the line. Ach, however, Avas Oilam, he habom, Avas Oilam comes from Hatvuna Vedas. It's a product of a person's understanding and a person's connection with through contemplating Begdulas Hashem in Sayyid Baruchum. Contemplating the greatness of Hashem, the infinite one. Understanding that Hashem is Hamemali Kalalman, Hashem fills all the worlds. And Visayvil Kalalman, and He surrounds all the worlds. These are actually different Madrigas in Elukus. In, um, in Kabbalah, it talks about Mamali Kalalman and Sevav Kalalman. Mamali Kalalman is the level of Hashem which fills the worlds, which means that it comes down to relate to the level of every single world and every single creation. It, it, uh, it tailors itself and it gives, uh, so it gives, for example, every world receives a certain amount of energy and a certain amount of light according to what it can according to what it can accept. And then within every single world itself, for example, in our world, we have doimim tzameya chayim edaber. So the amount of chayis eliki, the amount of divine energy which is within a rock, you can't compare that to the divine energy which is within a tree, which, and that can't be compared to the divine energy which is within an animal, and that obviously can't be compared to the divine energy which is within a human being. And that's what Malakalman. Malakalman is the oir of Hashem, which comes down to the world and measures, it's the measured everyone according to its, uh, to its unique characteristics and according to its unique keli, in other words, according to what it can w- absorb. Very good, yeah. And then there's a level of Hashem, again, this is the meditation of the person. He thinks about Hashem, he's a malakalaman. Every single creature in the world, it receives a certain amount of oil according to, tailor-made according to what its capacity is. And then Hashem is also sevukalaman. Which means that Hashem surrounds all the worlds, encompasses all the worlds. This is a higher level of Alakus. Sevakalamin is a level of Hashem which is beyond having to deal with the unique identity of every single creation. It, because it is so transcendent and it is so above the world. So therefore, it's Sevakalamin. It's for example like the sun that shines. Um, Actually, let's go back for a second. Mamalakalam, what would be an example of Mamalakalam? Mamalakalam is a teacher. So when a teacher teaches first grade, it's not the same as when they're teaching uh, a, college, a college grad. Because every single type of student that a, person, that a person has, you have to meet the student on his or her level and give them what they can handle and what can be beneficial for them. And that's what Mamalakalam is. Mamalakalam is that Hashem... Every single creation gets um, gets energy right according to its uh, its yeah. according to its parameters. Silver cloud is like the sun. The sun rises in the morning, and sets at night, and it shines. Shine. Now, where does it shine more? Where does it shine less? So, for example, if you have a beautiful jewelry store, and there's a lot of beautiful diamonds over there, and the sun makes them twinkle and sparkle, right? And then there's a garbage dump next door. So, does the sun shine more in the in the, in, in, by the jeweler than it does in the garbage dump? No. no. The sun shines. It shines equally everywhere. So that's an example for Sevaklam. Sevaklam means the level of Hashem. It's, it doesn't come down. It's too high. It's way too high to be able to, uh, to enter every single creation at its level. In fact, as explained in Chassidus, that relative to Sevaklam and all the worlds are equal. The reason why he gives everything equal is because relative to that level of Elokus, everything is equal.
because it's a higher level of divine energy, and to that, to, when it looks at the world, it sees everything. Awesome. It's all the same. It's all equally nothing. However, at the same time, even Seva Kalaman is called Seva Kalaman. It surrounds all the worlds. Why? Because this is a level of a, a level of Alkus, which creates worlds and gives highest and energy to the worlds. The only thing is, it gives energy to the world in a way of transcendence. It doesn't give energy by way of giving everything according to its needs. It gives everything equally, but it gives everything. And it has to do with creation. And then there's a higher level of Hashem. The higher level of Hashem is after you have a Malakalam and after you have Sehiva Kalam, and then you have the Kula Kamei Kalam Mamishchiv. That everything Tashem, this is a Pasuk in Daniel, that everything Tashem is nothing. On this level, you can't even say Sehiva Kalam, because this level has zero to do with the worlds. It's completely above and beyond and transcends all the worlds. And on this level of Kula Kamei Kalam Shiv, The all creation can be compared to the insignificance of one utterance, one statement that a person says. Which is still within the person, the, per, the thinking person, while it's still in the person's thoughts or still while in the person's heart. Excuse me, as mentioned earlier. In other words, when you um, when you say something, where did that come from? Every, every 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 statement that a person makes comes from somewhere. It comes from. It originates either in a feeling of the heart or in a certain understanding or perception that one has in the mind. So, if it originated over there, that means that that's where it started off. But in the heart, when you have a feeling, that statement. Is totally insignificant. It's completely nothing. It's something which will eventually come out of the, of, of, of the person's mouth because of the feeling that the person has in the heart. But that, but that statement itself is of utter insignificance relative to the actual feeling or relative to the actual conception that the person has. So all of creation is as insignificant to Hashem as one statement relative to the feelings in the heart or to that which is, or the thoughts that are going on in the mind. So this is what a person thinks. This is, this is the, the contemplation that leads a person to avas oilam. Through this contemplation, which again, contemplation entails understanding the absolute nothingness of all the world relative to Hashem. Memela automatically dispashate midas ha'avash benefesh. Milvu Every single person has a mida sa'ava. Everything, every person has love. The only thing is, what are the garments of my love? When I say, what are the garments? That means, what is the, the tsura? What is the form that my love is taking? Every person has the capacity of love. For some people, the form it takes, it's the clothing that it's wearing is chocolate. It's our favorite, our favorite uh, example, right? Our favorite target. For other people, it's money. Whatever it may be, everyone, ha- everyone loves something. Why? Because everyone has love in their heart. When a person thinks about how everything in the world is nothing, so automatically what happens? I stop loving those things that I love. Why do I stop loving those things that I love? Because they're utterly insignificant. The Hainu, this means, that my love won't anymore enclose itself in any matter of pleasure or any physical pleasure, even any spiritual pleasure. 
We know that there are spiritual pleasures in the world also, not only physical pleasures. There's music, there's art, there's spiritual pleasures. But what's going to happen is if a person has this contemplation and thinking about it, all the worlds are nothing to Hashem, so you, what's going to happen is the love in your heart is going to move away from all those things that you've been loving until now. The person is going to arrive at a place where he won't want anything in the world guilty, Hashem, Levadi, other than Hashem himself. Makar hachaim, because Hashem is the source of life. And he's the source of all of the pleasures. And all the pleasures are absolutely and totally and utterly insignificant. And are considered as nothing before him. There is absolutely no comparison between any pleasure in this world and Hashem. Just like, for example, Shein Arech. That there's no comparison whatsoever between absolute nothingness relative to eternal life. That's funny. <laughs> the, what's funny about the statement? There's no comparison between absolute nothingness and eternal life. So it's, a, it's actually a, it's, it's a double extremity. Why is that? Because if the world is nothing, Ein Ve'efes, if the world is nothing, so if you want to make an exponential leap from nothing, where do you go to? No, you go to one. Think about what I'm saying. If you want to make an exponential leap, if you have nothing, what's an exponential leap from there? What do you call, in Chassidic terminology, we'd be called Ein Aroich. If I have one dollar and you have zero dollars, I'm infinitely ahead of you. Because this, the separation between zero and one is much greater than the separation between one and what was the, what was the, what was the, the lottery this past week? How much? More than a billion, right? 1.6 billion. 1.6 okay. So if I have zero dollars and you have one dollar, so what separates me from you is greater than what separates the person who has one dollar than the person who has 1.6 billion dollars. I know that sounds strange. That sounds strange because I have only one dollar, right? So the difference to me and you is, is only one. And here the difference is a difference between one and 1.6 billion. But you think into it, that's true because, because the, the difference between ayin, between nothing and something, is a quantum leap. It's an absolute difference. Whereas the different, and there, there, is no, there is no relation between them, between nothing and something. Whereas 1 to 1.6 billion, what is 1.6 billion? It's 1.6 billion times 1. So therefore, it's not a enarech, it's not a quantum leap. It's not a quantum leap. Yes? So this concept here is talking about so Shem fills all the worlds. And you, say we have, you understand that the life of... One second, let me finish this concept, and then, and then I'll take the questions. Okay. okay. So if you want to take, again, you want to take our exponential quantum leap from zero, all you have to do is go to one. Now, what would be a quantum leap from one? If I have one. So we, zero to one is a quantum leap. What's a quantum leap from one? Infinity. Infinity. Very infinity. good. Because anything less than infinity is not a quantum leap. Mm-hmm. So there are really two quantum leaps. One is from ayin, from nothing to something. And then from limited something to unlimited something. And Dr. Rebbe takes these two leaps. And he says that 
that us compared to Hashem, or all the pleasures of, those, of this world compared to Hashem, are like comparing ayin ve'efes mamish, absolute nothingness. So you could say absolute nothingness to something. But he doesn't say that. To chayim nitzchim, to eternal life. So it's a double quantum leap. We are nothing, and Hashem is not only something, but He's an infinite something. And when a person contemplates that, then you realize that, what, where am I, what am I running, what am I chasing, all the different uh, pleasures of the world? It's nothing. It's absolute nothing. And Hashem is everything. Hashem is everything. Hashem is Chaim Nitzchim. And therefore, what's going to happen is that it will automatically inflame the heart with a love, excuse me, with a love for Hashem. Yeah. Okay, so it seems, it seems like to make this concept really hit home, would, he would address the following, which he doesn't do, so, but maybe, let me ask you. So you say, we say God, he's filling all the worlds, so you have these worlds that are there, you know, people and whatever, all the worlds, and God fills it with his energy and his life, right? That's Mimalik, you just said that, right? Right. And then, and so it is, God is surrounding the complete infinitude and transcendent, and he transcends all the worlds. But the thing that's there all the time are these things called worlds, meaning to say, if Arthur Rebbe would say that God, yes, he fills all the worlds and he surrounds all the worlds, and he does say here that the worlds are nothing, but you can, I can get that God fills you, and I can get that God surrounds you, but you're still there. That's the whole, that's the whole thing. If the world itself, it was clear that the world itself, the Olamim, the Olamim, not that he just fills and surrounds it, but the worlds themselves are only him. That's the trick. That's the trick there. Because once, once God fills you and God surrounds you, and then you yourself is just him, well, then there is nothing else at that point. You know what I'm saying? But he doesn't really go there. He doesn't, yeah, he does go there, and he says that they're nothing. But how are they nothing? There they are. I mean, you know. So that's the next lines, which we didn't really go into too much. But the idea how we are kibitl dibur echad benefesh hamaskelos, those words, which I didn't elaborate on too much, because it's very deep and very complicated, and we learned it earlier on in chapter 20 to 21 Tanya. But that idea is that what are we? You're like, we're like one utterance while it's still in the heart, still in the mind. In other words, we're not an entity for ourselves. We aren't an entity for ourselves. And I'm going to talk about this a little more as we go, as we go along. We'll come five lines from the bottom. Kumeshikosov, and as the Pasuk says, as Dov Damal said, Midi Bashamayim, what do I have in heaven? And anything that's with you here in the world, I don't desire. In other words, I don't want heaven. I don't want anything that's with you here. My body and my soul is just goes out with love for you, for true levavi, for you, the rock of my heart. This is what David Amal is saying, he's saying, I have no desire for anything other than Hashem. Because when I realize that everything, when we say that everything is absolute nothingness, we're not only talking about this world. We're talking also about the other worlds. Ganeidin is also nothing compared to Hashem. It's not just this world is nothing. Ganeidin, Hashem says, oh, that's something great. The whole, the whole creation to Hashem is absolutely nothing. And when you realize that, then you have no desire for anything other than Hashem. Vigam and also, midas You know, before we said that if a person's love is, you know, directed in a certain, in a certain way, so that love will be redirected to Hashem. What if a person's love isn't directed in any, in any way? Well, a person is a cold person, not a person who really takes pleasure in life. You have such people, people are very, you know, very square and very, uh, they're not into the pleasures of life. Even such a person, who is the, the, their love currently is not directed in any direction of any time of Gashmi or Ruchni, of any physical or, or, or spiritual uh, pleasure, still, Yochel Lahaliv Nafshay, Kirish can still cause his soul 
to go on fire. The Shalheves as an Apollo for flame, the lava ila shamaima. And uh, a blaze that goes up to heaven, Idea is burning us all through this um, contemplation, Kamashi's Baral Kamana, as will be explained later on in Perik Mem Perik Memvav. So we noted over here is again Ava this level of Ava, this lower level of Ava. So it it's different than Avarabba in these three ways. Number one, it's a product of your own hisbaininus. It's not a gift from above, it's a product of your own hisbaininus. Number two, what is it? Its character is not pleasure, but its character is fire, is thirst, is wanting, is desire. And number three, oh, so, and point number three is that, as we'll see soon, we'll go there soon, that it doesn't, there is no condition that it has to be, you don't have to be shalim biyira to arrive at this ava, as the Alter Rebbe will say soon. Now this is Bashkach uh, HaPrat, connected to this week's parsha. In this week's parsha, we have the Pasuk, Vayashkeim Avraham Baboyker. We have it twice in this week's parsha. So there's the famous Vayashkeim Avraham Baboyker, which is by the Akedah. But earlier in the parsha, also we have Vayashkeim Avraham Baboyker. It says, this was the morning, what? The morning after Sodom was destroyed. So it says, Vayashkeim Avraham Baboyker, El Hamokim Asher Ahmad, and he went back to the place where he stood and he davened before Hashem. And from this passage, Chazal learned that Avraham, Avraham was Mesach in Tefillah Shachris. We know that the three of us, they established the three Tefillahs. And by each one of them, we have a passage that uh, indicates that. So for example, by Yitzchak, it says, Vayitza Yitzchak. Right? Lasuach Basada. I think it says, Lifnais Erev. By Yaakov, it says, Vayifka Bamakim. And that was by night. Kibo Hashemesh. And by Avram it says, Vayashkim Avram Baker. So this is how we know. Three tools. Right? Fila. Yeah. Now what's interesting is, so we learned that from this Pasuk, that Avram woke up in the morning. And what did he do in the morning? He davened. He went back to the place where he davened. But the other, it's interesting, is that by Yitzchak it says, Vayitza Yitzchak, Lasuach Basada. What does Lasuach mean? Lasuach means to speak. He spoke to Hashem. And by Yaakov, Vayifka Bamakim. So what does Vayifka mean? Encounter. So Zerashi says in the Pasuk that the word, the word Vayifka could mean encounter, but Zerashi says also that the word can mean Lashem Pegiya, that uh, as he brings Arai from other Pesukim, Altifka Ubi, which means to uh, beseech someone, can also be called Pegiya. So in both of those Pesukim, the nature of the tefillah is alluded to in the words. But we say we learned the tefillah shachris from Vayaskim Avraham Baboiker. But we are in those words, we have the concept of tefillah. So there's a mimer from the Alter Rebbe, not in this week's parsha, it's in another parsha, but he talks about this pasuk. The Alter Rebbe says that in the pasuk Vayaskim Avraham Baboiker, we actually, that actually expresses the entire idea of davening. The whole purpose of davening is Vayaskim Avraham Baboiker. What does that mean? He says that Avraham says Avraham represents the idea of Chesed, as we know. And Avraham represents the idea of Ava. Chesed and Ava are related, are, are related character traits. And the fact that Avraham is called Avraham Oihavi. Avraham is referred to as the, the one who had Ava for Hashem. So, Biruchni Sinyanum, when we're talking about Avraham, we're talking about the Ava to Hashem. And the Ava to Hashem, which every single one of us has within us. Just like we learned in previous Prakim, that we get our Das from Moesha Rabbeinu, our Ava to Hashem, that's something which we get from Avraham Avinu. 
Avram Avinu is one of the Shiva Roim, one of the seven shepherds. And our capacity for Ava, for Hashem, we get from Avram Avinu. So we have love for Hashem. Every Yid has love for Hashem. The problem is, as we all know, that all too often the love is asleep. And what does it mean that it's asleep? So Al-Tareb explains, just like when you're asleep, you have dreams. So the dreams are about impossible things. You have your thoughts are working, your thoughts are operating in a completely crazy and uncontained way. And then you wake up and suddenly your thoughts are in your mind and they're being processed properly and everything is orderly and everything makes sense. So when the love is asleep, that means a yid always has, has a love for Hashem. And a yid is always aware, for, aware of Hashem. But it's in a crazy and unorganized way and unprocessed. And that's why a person, you can go to a person and yeah, there's Hashem. And yeah, and the next moment he's doing an affair. What just happened? How, how do you put those two together? And the answer is because the person's ava, the person's love for Hashem, is asleep. Yeah. I think from the word Vayashkem Avraham Baboker, the nets came together. Filat nets. Vayashkem Avraham Baboker, early. Sure. Maybe this is the nets. He was davening nets. Vayashkem Avraham Baboker implies that he davened early, yeah. That's the best. Maybe that's a reason. What? Who says it means nets? I, I didn't say it means nets. So it means he davened early. It's fine. It's interpretation of the Pasuk. Let's we'll move that to the Chumash here for later. Okay. <laughs> You can't shut off to something. <laughs> Where do you see Avram as a Where do we see Avram is Chesed. Avram is the whole So the Avram, which is within us, is asleep. Vayashkim Avraham Baboiker means that every morning we have to awaken the Avram within us. We have to awaken the Avram for Hashem. And that is davening. The whole function of davening is Vayashkim Avraham Baboiker that every single morning, that's the Eisratzen, that we have to wake up Avraham. So when we say that we learn the idea of Tfilah Shachris from the words of Yashkim Avraham Abayikar, those words actually express Absolutely. the toichen of what davening is and what Tfilah Shachris is all about. And Dr. Reb explains that that's really the entire Shachris. The whole Shachris is about awakening the Ava for Hashem to the point that when we get to the, to the words in Shema, Hashem Alikecha, the Ava is, uh, is awake. And everything up until that point Everything up until the point in davening is, and it, it really mirrors what Alter Rebbe is saying over here, is his boininus, or what's he called his boininus in Avim, is the many meditations that a person has from the beginning of davening, from Hoidu, until Shema, as all these meditations whose purpose is, I ask him, Avraham Babaikar. And the meditations all go about the idea of, the idea of Kail Oilam. Why, why Kail Oilam? <laughs> because it says the pasuk says that what was Avram's job? What did Avram do? He ran around. Right. So obviously that's Avram's message. In other words, Avram is saying, "You want to get me? You want Avram is all about Kailalam. What is Kailalam? So the Sartreb explains that when you want to say that the Hashem, the God of the world, how would you say it? Kail. Right. Usually you say Kail Ha'Elam. But Avram said not Kel Ha'elam. Kel Ha'elam. What does Kel Ha'elam mean? 
Kilha means there's a kale, there's a god, and there's a ilam, and there's a will. And each one's an entity. Kilha means this is al bazach. This is what you're saying. There's no, there's, there is no world. What is the world? The world is kale. The world is merely sam. It's battle Tashem and it's a manifestation of Hashem. And that's the whole davening. The whole davening is contemplating the idea of kale The first words we say in davening, Haydul Hashem. Hashem, I admit the word Haydul. What do I admit? I admit that kale That's the whole davening is about that. Up until Kriyashma. And he says something very, Al-Tarebi says something very interesting. He says that we know that in davening, so. Right now, the hope the davening is it's getting you to that point of Vayaskim of Baker. Once we finish Shema, then we move on to Shmenasri. What is the idea of Shmenasri? Shmenasri is Bakashas Tirachov. It's when we ask Hashem for, for our needs. But it would seem that there are different places in davening, even well beforehand, where we're asking Hashem for our needs. There are many different places we're asking Hashem for Rachmim. Isn't that, you know, isn't, isn't that chalant? Like, shouldn't we, uh, shouldn't davening be more uh, organized? al says, you have to understand, before Shema, every single time where we have a Bakasha from Hashem, he gives examples. When we say, when we say, we're not asking for our own Sarachah, we're t- telling the Abish to Hashem. We're saying, I want to I want to feel Ava to you. Have Rachmanus Ami and allow me to feel it. All the Bakashas, Rachmim, up until Shema, it's not, it's not prakashas tracha, we're not asking for money, we're not asking for health. That's Shemay Nasri, we'll say Rafa'inu and Baruch Aleinu. All of it is coming into Ebishter and saying, Hashem, I need your help. And the reason why is Alter Rebbe says, because they're Mekatergin. They are, davening is a wonderful thing, it's a beautiful experience to be able to feel, to feel the love for Hashem, and to be able to feel the kus, to feel the, the, the divine. And what happens is, there are Malachim in heaven, and they're turning to the Ebishter, they're Mekatergim, and they're saying, this person, he wants to feel Ava for Hashem. <laughs> What was he doing yesterday? What was he doing two days ago? This person is not Roy. So therefore, we turn to Hashem and we beg Hashem for Rachmanus. In other places, we say also on davening. Rabbi Marim says, for example, in Birchas Krishma, we have it a few times. Avinu Right? What are we asking for? Or earlier on, we say We're asking Rachman for Hashem that we should be able to say and actually feel. And then we get to the climax, Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekeinu Hashem Echad, which Hashem Echad is Kelelem. What is Hashem Echad? Hashem Echad means, you know, that the, the, the seven heavens and the earth and the, all, 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 the, all, the, all, the, all the, everything in the world is all Echad. It's all Echad. It's all part of the Ebishter. And immediately, what do we have right afterwards? And that's, at that point, is when we have the Yashkim of Rambah Baker. By that time, it's Taka completely awakened that Ava we have for Hashem. So this Ava, which Talter Rebbe is talking about here in Tanya, which is Ava Soylem, which Ava which comes to his Bainanus, this is Mamish, although it applies at all times, but this is the Avoida of Davening every single day, which is connected to this week's Parsha, where, we, where we have the Pasuk, the Kol Nekud of Davening is producing this Ava Soylem, which we just learned about. And again, why is it called Ava Soylem? Because where does this Ava derive from? From our contemplation into the world. We think into the world. And we think about the insignificance of the world. And that's why, that's how we come to Avat to Ava, to Hashem. It's called Avas Oilam, as opposed to the higher level, which is Ava Rabba. Now, we still have one, one, uh, one loose end left over here, which is that we said earlier that the higher level of Ava, the Ava Rabba, that is something which is only given to someone who is Shalom Beyira. 
And Abba said it was not that way, as we'll see inside. Page 124, second line. So what, I can't say what, how's this different from showing the year that this looks like a very, if a person has these contemplations, he is like showing the year. What more year it is, I can't, I can't grasp beyond this point. That what, what kind it's of possible that a person should sit down by davening and feel an inspired mood and be misbeinen, but so that's, that's have a rabbi. But no, no, you can you can sit down by davening and you could, uh, but uh, and you think about the greatness of Hashem and you come up with a love for Hashem by hafta, and not be shalom biyir. Shalom biyir means that a person who's pasha lives the entire day with a, with with a emes a yiras Hashem. But I think as we go further, we'll we'll uh, be more clarified. Yeah. This Ava, this lower level of Ava, the level of Ava, sometimes this Ava can come before Yira. In other words, as opposed to the other Ava, which we mentioned, an, an absolute prerequisite to Ava Rabba is that the person has to have Shleimus of Yira. This lower level of Ava, no, sometimes it can come before Yira. And what does it depend? Kifi Bechines Hadas Hamilida. That depends on the das, which gives birth to the midah, kenoida as is known. Why? Shahadas koilal chasadu megavuris. Because das includes within it both chesed and gavura. Shehem ava v'yira chesed and gavura correspond to ava and yira. Upamim, and it happens at the times, shachsadim koidmim leidiv v'lizgalos, that first will come the chesed, first will come the ava. In very simple terms, what, what does this mean? If I'm going to Contemplate the idea of Kelelam. This whole idea, right, that the Mamala and Saviv and Kulakame, Kulakshiv, that every. Is that going to lead me to Avas Hashem or is that going to lead me to Yiras Hashem? Which one's that going to lead me to? So you're saying Yiras Hashem. But you know what? Al Terebbe was just finished saying over here it's going to lead me to Avas Hashem. And, and, and you're right. And of course, Al Terebbe is right. But what shot? It really depends on the Das. But you have the year within that can lead to the it, dep- it depends on the Das. Yep. Das means the connection. There is a concept. The, con- the concept is Kelelam. The, con- the, the concept is the Bina. In other words, the, the, the idea that I understand. Idea, so what? I understand Kelelam. I understand the idea that, uh, that, uh, that all the worlds are bottled and, as you know, are like, uh, as we said, like Ein Ve'efes compared to Chaim Nishim. I understand that. But what do I do with that? What do I do with it? Which direction am I taking it? So, as we know, there's Das. Das means. My hisbaynos, my contemplation to connect to the idea. In which way am I going to connect to that? Depending how, I, what my focus is, it's the same concept. But depending on which side I focus on, I'll either come up with Ava or with Yira. In other words, this same idea can lead me to both. Which one is going to become first? Which one's going to come second? That depends on my focus, my das. Which part, which uh, aspect of this idea am I connecting to? Am I connecting to the... And, oh, because Hashem is so amazing, and therefore I want to connect, that will lead me to Ava. Or, oh, Hashem is so amazing and great, and therefore, oh my gosh, I have such awe for Him. So therefore, the same as Bainunus could lead either to Ava or to Yira. But the bottom line is... Why can't it be both? It could, but which one's going to be first? So that depends on the Das. That all depends on the Das. Now... Why does it matter which one comes first? The point is, uh, the, uh, we'll see soon. It's the net result. We'll, we'll see soon. We'll see soon. Why it matters. But the point that he's trying to bring out over here is that as opposed to when we talked about Ava, Rabba, where we were there, we said it's only to someone of Shalom Beira. This Ava, theoretically, you can have someone with no Yira Shamayim, no Yira, 
and the person will take two hours to be misbeinen in the Gedulah Hashem, and, and, and come up with an Avas Olam Tashem, Ava, and there is no year. Sometimes, again, a different person will have the same misbeinenos, and that will lead the person first to Yiras Hashem, and then to Avas Hashem. But depending on the person, depending on the Das, so what we're seeing over here is, is that Yira is not a prerequisite for this, this Ava. It's possible to have Ava Soylem without, without Yira. We, Sorry? The Hava word something? We had that if it's without Yira, it's nothing. We had. We're going to get there. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the Chanami, it's good. Can I tell you what you're saying? How we go either direction? Yeah, yeah. 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 What? You're saying how we go either direction. What's the famous parrot where it says, uh, to consider the membase or um, the the shorsh and the root of it, oh, everything. Memalf. Yeah. And, and then he says over there, what you should think about how Hashem feels all the worlds and surrounds all the worlds. We just got through saying. So no, if you look, no, if you look at the Spanish, it's a little different. Vihini Hashem Nitzavalov, they which is watching you. That's definitely something that's more leads to Yira. Hashem is watching me. He and does have it in there the Bush and the Malayim and Sovin. Yeah, yes. right. Because yeah, the very it's, it can be the very a ver, the very same as Bainanos are very similar. Mm-hmm. Can lead in different directions. Mm-hmm. Let's look inside. And therefore, five lines from the top of page one twenty four. And therefore, Efshir is possible. Think about this for a second. We know there's a concept of Shuvamiava. That means that you have a Russia who suddenly has an Ava Tashem. How is that possible? Can a Russia have Ava Rabba? For sure not. Because Ava Rabba, in order to have Ava Rabba, first you have to have, you have to have Yira. So the fact that, that Shuvamiava is possible tells me that there's a Madrega of Ava Tashem which can come before Yira Tashem. And that's this Madrega, the Madrega of Ava Tashem. And how is that possible? Hanil de Belibe, the Russia. It's possible for a Russia Balavarius to do tshuva because of a great Ava which is born in his heart. When he remembers and contemplates about Hashem is Abishter. I. You asked, Lachayra's worth, let's suck. Zakter, Makamakim still, Ayira, Gamkin, Kula, Bamimelam. Behelim, in a concealed form, there's Yira there also. The yira at this point is still immature and it's concealed. The haino yiras chait limred by chasrashalam. At this point, there is a yira because when you're feeling a love for 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 for, for Hashem at this moment, would you go do an avera? No, why not? Because you want to connect, and you know the avera is going to disconnect you. So even though what's va'avohi bezgalos libi moichei, what's revealed in your heart is the. Is the, is, is the Ava, but underlying it, there is also Yira, because you're right, if there was no Yira, it's uh, completely, if at this moment, when the person's feeling love for Hashem, this person at the same moment was capable of uh, pulling out a cheeseburger, then the Ava is nothing, but because there's, the Ava is hidden, uh, sorry, because there's Yira, which is hidden over there, because, in other words, his love for Hashem wouldn't allow him to go and rebel against Hashem, so therefore this is valid. You have to say that, because the Lord says, at first it's Shuvah Miyira and then Shuvah Mahabu. So there's got to be some element of Yira. What, what does the Gemara say? The Gemara says that the person could do Shuvah Miyira becomes Gizayinus... Nasalik Yishkagis, right? Yeah, he could do Shuvah Mahabu. But it doesn't say first and second. It's saying... It's two separate... Well, you're saying that it's not Shaykh to have Shuvah Miyira without that first Shuvah Miyira. Yeah, he's saying it, no. Yeah, but the, 
Let, let's go a little further because we'll see actually that is addressed. Ah, however, even though the Alter Rebbe is saying very clearly over here, there's a possibility to have Avas Olam without Kedimas Yira, without having Yira beforehand. Ah, however, Zehu Derech Mikra, that's not something which is a standard Seder Avayda. That's something which is uh, Derech Mikra, how do you say it's a... Uh, Random, by the way. Accident. An accident. Something which is, you know, for appropriate only for a specific time. For, for a specific purpose. There's a lot of, so many different qualifications. Like the story of Lazar ben Dayah. Very famous story in the Gemara. The Gemara says... We need some Saksavaidazara, where the Gemara says that there was this uh, terrible uh, this person, this Yid, who was a terrible uh, Baltaiva and Balavera. And um, at one point in time, in the course of his pursuing his uh, his Taivas, so he suddenly was Nasaidir Bitruva. And the Gemara describes how he says he went and he turned to the heavens and the earth and the, the mountains and said, Everyone help me and uh, Daven for me, and everyone said, You're a lost case. So then it says that God that he started he put he put his head between his uh, between his knees, and he started crying and crying and crying. An incredible tshuva, until yeah, until 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 he passed away, and that's what he said about him is that yes kelame yes kelame right right. I think it was Rebbe said yes kelame be the kama shonim or something yes kelame be shachas and he became a Rebbe. Rabbi Elazar ben Yudai. Not only did he do tshuva, but Rabbi Elazar he got the name Rabbi. So this is a classic case of tshuva miyava. Classic case of tshuva miyava. Sorry. The Alter Rebbe over here is learning that this is tshuva miyava because from Yira you don't from Yira you don't you megate nishtares. The Klesa Nefesh doesn't happen from Yira, from Avas Hashem. So, so what's interesting is that the, in, in the Sifri Kabbalah they say that Avlazeb and Derdaya, that he was a Gilgal of Yechanan Kayen Gadol. And Yechanan Kayen Gadol was Shemesh, it says about him, that he was 80 years, he was a Kayin Gadol, which is hard to fathom what that means. Then he, 80 years, he was a Tzaddik. In other words, he entered the Kedosh HaKadoshim 80 times and came out uh, unscathed. And then he became a Tzaduki. And his guild was the Blessed Under Daya, and he, which is with the exact reversal. That he started out being a tremendous Balavera, and at the very last moment, he did Shura. And actually, in the Sfarim, in the Sifi Kabbalah, I think that Rizal says, because otherwise, it's not understood that it said that a blazer when the die was Muzman Lachai Elam Haba. He's welcome to Elam Haba. Where's the Elam Haba from? From what? We know the Elam Haba is not just a reward. Ah, oh, Shem says, Oh, you did so uh, you did good work. I'm gonna give you a reward. In that case, so then uh the die, he did a you know, he did Shuva, he gets his reward. No, we know that Elam Haba is actually, as we learned this before, is Ziv Teirase your Teira and your mitzvahs, the connections you made with Hashem when you're here in this world, that's what you have in Elam Haba. Sir Vlazimut Adai going to Elam Haba. How's he going to Elam Haba? What does he have? He didn't learn Teira, he didn't do mitzvahs. What's he have in Elam Haba? If anything, you'd think, send him down for another Gilgul. So therefore, 
the Mekubalim answer, that he had the Torah mitzvahs of 80 years of Yechon King Gadol. In other words, Yechon King Gadol, when he passed away, he obviously couldn't go to Gan Eden because, 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 he, did, because he became a Tzaduki. But he had all the Torah mitzvahs. So therefore, the Neshama had to come down again and had to be misakin that last minute, uh, the, the last, uh, the, the, his end of life mess up. And once he's misakin, so then he's already mizumah l'chai Elam Haba. He's ready to go to Elam Haba to enjoy all the Torah mitzvahs. Which is an important thing to understand that Elam Haba is, is pashat, it's the result of our labor. And if you don't have that labor, you can do tshuva, it's nice. But where's the, the, the Elam Haba is not there. It's not waiting. There's nothing there waiting for you. How after 80 years going to Kodesh I don't know. <laughs> I, I have no idea. It's unbelievable. I, I don't know. Akapanim. Why am I saying this story? Because the Alter Rebbe mentions Ashkachapratis Lutzayr Hashem. In other words, there's a reason why the Eibushter made that Berlazer Ben Dedaya should have in this way, in order to be Masakim the Nesham of Yechim Kengalos. So it was a special, it was a special case, it was a special case that required this kind of. Uh, this kind of um, yeah, and look at his name, the Daya, Dalit Dalit Yudke, Yudalif, Yudalif, yeah. So what about that? Aval, however, say the Ravi the Hakvura Vatluya bebchira saadam. So this was again Derech Mikrei Rasha. This is not something which is a normal say the Ravi. What is the regular say the Ravi? The way, in other words, if you have a choice, the way you go about your avodah is first you have to do kiyumat The first thing is you have to have is yira, and therefore taka what you said before. There's amistit that the seder is b'dadach kal that shuva miyira comes before shuva miyava. Before you get to ava, first you have to have yira and kiyumat teirav mitzvus. To illuminate one's neshama with the light of Teirah Mitzvah. And only after you have the Yira and the Teirah Mitzvah, which are the result of the Yira, then you're ready for Ava Sashem. The word Vahafta is Begematria. What's the Gematria Vahafta? It's seven. Is twelve? Is fourteen? Is four hundred and fourteen, which is the gematria of twice oyer. Oyer is two hundred and seven, which is also connected to Rebbe's name, which is Schneir, right? Schneir, which yeah. is Schneir, two times light. Very good. But what does that mean in this context? That means that the why is vahafta two times oyer? Because ava is oyer. Ava is light. But to have ava. You need to first have another air, the air of Teirah Mitzvah. So therefore, when you have love for Hashem, it's two times air. Vahafta is two times air because the way it's proper to have it is that the love of Hashem has to come to a place where there already is the air of Teirah Mitzvah. And as we explained, for Teirah Mitzvah to be done properly, you need to have Yira. So therefore, the proper Seder is Yira, Teirah Mitzvah, Ava, which means Tshuva Taka, Tshuva Meyira. And then Tshuva Meyira means comes along with doing Teirah Mitzvahs, followed by, by Tshuva Me'ahava. And that's why Vahafta is based Pamem Oyer. So, what we have over here is like this, which means that naturally, when a person is misbeing in Begdullah Hashem, you can come either to Ava or to Yira. And the Ava can come even if you don't have Yira. And sometimes, Taka, that happens. Like, the Ava comes before the Yira. However, at the same time, 
At the same time, at the same time, the, if the, a seder avoid of a person, it's not a seder to start with ava, even though that you could, even though that ava soyulam, you don't need gira beforehand. Theoretically, you can have a person. Well, forget about a rasha. Forget about a lunch of benedaya. You know, you can sit down in the morning and right away think about the greatness of Hashem and come to Ava today, Bishra. That's not the Seder. The Seder is first Yira Hashem. Yira which leads to Teira Mitzvahs, and then we have Ava. Yes? I, I just want to, it's, you know, it's a very difficult period for me. It's, uh, it's a very hard, it's known as a hard period. No. Not the. Uh, I just want to make a clarification. The Malatanya on his own decided to come up with these terms. Have a Rabba and have a Seder. He applied it, correct? I don't know. The Alter Rebbe begins the Tanya by saying that this is Malukat me peace far and peace safer. Which why, means, let me finish. Why, why did he call that a Rabbah and why did he call this a Rabbah? So the Alter the concepts in Tanya, Alter Rebbe says, he calls Tanya in his great humility, he says, all I'm doing is compiling some stuff. <laughs> uh, putting together some stuff, me peace far and peace which means we know that the two, two major Sources of the Alter Rebbe were the Shala and the Maral. And then there was Mipi Seifrim, which was the Baal Shemtev and the Magid. The Alter Rebbe doesn't source the things, though. He doesn't. So, is it possible that I... And, and, I, and I have a, a disclaimer to make. I'm not Bucky in Sifri Maral and Sifri the, and, this, uh, and in the whole Shala. It should be. And therefore, I don't know. But it's possible it's based there. It's possible that this is our classification no, that Rebbe came up with. I don't know. The way I understand his definition of Ahavarabba and Ahavasoylam, I just want to know how that fits in to that term. Why is this Ahava called Ahavasoylam? Why is this term called Ahavarabba? Well, Ahavarabba is clear because that's the greatest level of Ahava. Ahavasoylam so is a high madrigal. Yes. So how come in davening, which has nothing to do with this, because in davening we talk about Hashem's uh, a for us, isn't the Havas Oilam there greater than Ava So in Perik Mem Tes, Al-Tareb is going to talk about that. Perik Mem Tes, al is going to address why, even though Ava Rabba seems to be greater than Ava Oilam, why we say specifically Ava Oilam. That's Lebinik Chabad. We're talking about Hashem's Ahava. Yes. That's all different type of Ahava. Right, but there's also Ava Oilam, Ava Rabba there, and that's... That's not connected to this at all. They were talking about Hashem's Ahava for us. Right. And we in Smusik Sad we say only Avas Ailam. Right. Ashkenaz says Avarab. Correct. I don't know why. But but it seems that I always thought Avas Ailam was much higher. And according to Balatanya, Avarab is. But you, you're, okay, and you're right. You're right. Because there's a medrash that says Avas Ailam Aftich. There's a pasuk Avas Ailam Aftich Al Kain Meshachtich Chosed. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's a medrash that says that uh, my Avar for you is greater than Avarab. It's Avas Ailam. So we have to deal with that, but that's later on. Later on. So what we, we, what we conclude with over here, this Peirik, is that the truth is that this, what we're saying over here, that the Seder has to be first Yira and then Ava. So really that's reflected in the Pasuk of Sur Mira Vaseitoiv. But we know the first there has to be Sur Mira, and then Vaseitoiv. Yira is Sur Mira. So Yira, Yira means moving away from Ra from, and, and, and Pashat uh, having a fear of Hashem instead of uh, your own Hefkeris. And once you have the Surmira and the Tayramid, then you can have Asaytoiv. And Asaytoiv, obviously, Surmira is more Yira, and Asaytoiv is more Ava. Although, as Atarebbe says over here, theoretically, you could do Asaytoiv first. You could talk, it can have first Ava. And as he says, the Yira is Kalulaba, the Yira would be hidden in it. But the Seder. 
And the Lashon that he says is the say that is over here is Adam is to have first Samira. And this is something which is brought down in many, many places, many places. Look at this, Dalte Rebbe says, um, another place, Dalte Rebbe says, that imagine if you're inviting a king into your house, and the house is filthy. Says, you can't do that, you have to clean up your house. <laughs> you know, Sir Mira, clean up your house, and then Vaseitev, is you're inviting the Abishra into your life. So first there has to be a sermon but Shomir now, and then there has to be a first Yiras Hashem. Yiras Hashem means you have a shaykhist to Gedusha, you're battled Hashem, and then Vasaytoyev, then your Ava is, is appropriate. However, I do want to point out that um, one of the things about the Rebbe, talking about our Rebbe, the Lubavitch Rebbe, is that he had very breita places. You know what breita places means? White shoulders. White shoulders. And he was willing to, uh, when necessary, to take things on his shoulders. And this was one of the areas that the Rebbe mentioned several times. That even though Taka, the Seyed Rebbe Klali is says the Rebbe, I'm telling you, start with Vasetev. The Rebbe, in Sikhas, the Rebbe said that today, in today's day and age, you're going to tell people to start with Sur Mirai. You can walk over to Yid, who has no Shaykh to take the and say, okay, let's start with Yiras Hashem. Let's start with Yiras Hashem. You're not going to get anywhere. <laughs> so the words that the Rebbe says over here say that, that um, there's a mikra v'yirasha. That sometimes, let's say rasha, there can be a, a difference. So comes the, comes along the Rebbe, and the Rebbe says that in our generation, this is, a, this is the generation of Rebbe Lezeb and Derdaya. We are in the generation of Rebbe Lezeb and Derdaya. We're all Rebbe Lezeb and Derdaya. And therefore, in our start with Ava. And even when you're starting with Ava, and Pasha telling a person to do a mitzvah and to start loving the Eibishter, so the Yira is kululaba, the Yira is, is there, but the only thing is Behalem. And there's no question that afterwards the person that has to work on developing the Yira fully. But we live in a generation, our Der Yasem, where Yira, to a certain extent, is, 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 is a vacuum. In other words, Yira means stop doing like, you know, Mishchu Kulachem Tzoyin, you know, Mishchu Yetchem Avedazara, pull away. Stop! Stop with Lagi Mishagasana, stop with the Avedazara, you know, whether Avedazara is a little piece of wood you bow down to, whether it's a green piece of paper you bow down to, whatever it is, right? Have Yiras Hashem, but you're, you're not feeding them. You have to, the, 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 that leaves a void. Yira leaves you a void. And today, what you have to do is, first thing is you have to um, do mitzvahs. Learn Torah. Start, you know, tell them about the positive and how great Hashem is and how kind Hashem is. And then, following that, the Yira will follow. And that's the way the, the general, also in terms of Chinuch in our generation. We know today that, um, that we have to, give a, have to go with a lot of Ava and inspire our children to have Ava. And yes, the Yira has to be clue on it, has to be included in it, and eventually we have to develop it. But we live in a generation, the Rebbe says, where today we start with the Asei Toiv and then the Surmira will follow from there. Have a good Shabbos, everyone. And next week we'll start with Shemperik Memdawud.